0: edition of when the biomass is the wind turbine a discussion of sustainable living and what that means to you and me i'm jay warmke and i'm annie warmke yes indeed you are and today we're going to talk about that it is the end of the world as we know it part one okay part one it's sort of like the uh history of the world part two only without the funny and uh, we're joined <laughs> we're joined today uh-uh. uh, by by Anna Anna Hot and Dahlia Fab Soto, and uh, they're two young women who are going to join us because as, well, we're, we're trying to get sort of a uh, old farts versus young farts perspective. Uh, I don't perspective. think
1: they appreciate being young farts. <laughs> the they young have farts. to wait a while for that.
0: All right. So um, so we're gonna. They were both. You guys were both born after the year two thousand, right? That's correct yeah. so so we can safely assume you know nothing.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Nothing in my brain. <laughs> You're starting already? I oh my word. Know. Well, there we go. That's the tone. All
0: right. So, so you guys were born after the year 2000. So how are things going well, so wait, far? Well, wait,
1: let's give them a pedigree. So oh, Anna, that's right. that's Anna right. that's graduated from OSU with a- So we a, won't
0: hold that against her.
1: No. And <laughs> with a degree in environmental and also a, and a second degree in some kind environmental
0: of- Environmental something, right?
1: Yeah. Environmental policy and decision-making.
0: Okay. So, how's Just, that going so far? <laughs> well,
1: and then your other degree was what
2: uh, in psychology? Ah, okay. Okay,
0: and Dahlia is also going to OSU. Mm-hmm. Man, it's like shooting fish in a barrel here. <laughs> so, uh, <What>? and, <laughs> it's Ohio University versus OSU. OSU. The so, Ohio University. So you guys don't have a chance. All right. So, so what's your what are you studying?
3: I'm majoring in biology. But it may change in the
0: future. Biology will change, or your degree. Biology, biology will change. (laughs) Which
1: comes first?
0: Okay, so you were born after the year 2000. So my question is, how are things going so far? I'm gonna pick up. What? What
1: do you mean, Dahlia?
0: Dahlia. Okay. Well, part of part of what we're gonna be dealing, I'll set it up a little bit here. Okay. Is is we're saying, all right. You guys, we we rant and rave on this on this podcast periodically about, you know, how the things are going to hell in a handbasket and all of that kind of thing. And we have one perspective because both of us were born now we
1: actually have two. You have a different one from me often.
0: Yes. Mine is the <laughs> correct perspective. And and we were born in the 1950s. And I found in some discussions with interns such as yourselves that my perspective and your perspective are often radically different. Doesn't mean either one is right or wrong. They're just different.
1: But yours is also radically different from mine. So what does that mean?
0: Okay. So mine is always right. (laughs) So, so anyway, so Dahlia, Dahlia, uh, we're wanting to get a sense of how things are going. What's your, what's your mood? What's the mood of the world from, from you're speaking for your entire generation now?
3: Oh, wow. Um, Well, I think. There's a lot of like false hope, honestly. I mean, stuff is really bad
1: right now. And like it's been... what kind of stuff? Well, what kind of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we have four people with two mics and Jay's like shoving my face into the mic. So what, what kind of stuff? I mean,
3: the, all the presidential stuff. We have people, we have racism that we're still dealing with. We have um like money problems we have people living on the streets and people starving we're just not dealing with this stuff as we should be and it's just continuing continually getting worse and people are just sitting there saying oh it's it's fine it's how it's usually been so what is there to do but that's what we need to figure out. And that's what we need to actually put our efforts towards to make living for everybody, not only in the US, but everywhere, a better time.
0: Okay. So Anna, are you, are you going to nod your head and agree? But since this is radio, don't nod your head. No.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty pessimistic when it comes to society right now. Um, I am very hopeful. I want people to prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong. Um, But because I learned a lot about social psychology and why and how people make decisions, I I find myself very skeptical about uh, positive change in, in society right now. I, I hope that the reason things seem so bad is because of the increased media attention and media coverage towards negativity and negative events because those get more attention. Um, so I'm hopeful that things have been this way and it's just we're more cognizant of it because of media. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty skeptical and pessimistic as well.
0: OK, so are these problems that you guys caused or are they our fault, specifically Annie's <laughs> fault? So, um.
3: Well, I don't really think it's your guys' fault. I mean, you guys are doing stuff that actually helps the planet and people. But a lot of, I do have to say, a lot of the older generation just kind of said OK and lived with it. And didn't really fight back which mm-hmm. i think the younger generation is finally saying we're not going to live like this anymore so we have to make a change
0: okay mm-hmm. well i'll own some of that though i mean i benefited from all of these things that sort of uh caused all of these problems you know well so.
1: uh, the the thing i would say is having just read howard sin's uh Hi- people's history of the united states uh and is that you know this the things that we're facing have been um the They have a long story that began, well, probably well before this country was established, but certainly from the beginning of the establishment of the government here and how people have been pitted against each other, different classes of people all to benefit the rich. And I feel like right now we see the culmination of how that really works with the destruction and the breakdown of pretty much every system in our culture. And so if you ask me the question, how are things going? I have to say they're going really well because we're right on target for uh, the end of the world as we know it. And thank God for that because or any other uh deity because uh we need to we need to start over and i think right now so when
0: you say they're going well it's basically we set out to destroy the world and everything's right on track
1: i think we we didn't set out to destroy the world we set a system together that pitted people against each other which we see it at its really worst right now and it was to enable the wealthy to become wealthier F- five people in the world to become wealthier i'm exaggerating but um and so what happens at some point is that plays itself out it's a game that cannot sustain itself and so that's where we are culturally and and so what what I see is that this is a time of sort of transition from all of that destruction and people beginning to accept that these systems don't work anymore. Um, Dahlia's description is quite good about that. And that um, and, and where we are is a time of trying to find hope and saying, you know, nothing is working, not even the protesting, not even the dissent um, that used to help a little in the past and change things for the better sometimes. Um, So that's how I think things are going so far.
0: Are we really in a transition? And I'm going to point this one here at Anna, since (laughs) I'm going to have to identify you guys. Otherwise you're going to sit here and wait for the other to answer. But, (laughs) Uh, If I look at our our generation, you know, we were coming of age during sort of the mass protest, hippie movement. Everything is going to change. We're going to change the universe. You know, we're not going to be like our parents' generation. And then our generation was worse than... They
1: just sold uh, out. I mean,
0: we were worse than everybody.
1: That's that's who's in charge right now.
0: (laughs) So are we indeed going through a transition or are you guys going to be as hypocritical as we were?
1: Oh, yeah. I
2: think everyone's a hypocrite.
0: (laughs) Um, okay, well, that's hopeful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I think I think right now is that people want change and they they want to make the world better. I think a lot is people don't know what to do and they don't know where to put their efforts and their energy. And that's kind of taking us into a lull of doing nothing instead. And so I think, like the Black Lives Matter protest really shows that there was so much um, energy and um, enthusiasm for all of the protest, And then it kind of fizzled out. And it's kind of similar with um, the war in Ukraine. At the beginning, everyone was really involved, trying to help out. And now you really can't find much news on the war in Ukraine unless you're really, really looking for it because there's very little news coverage on the war. And so I think we want to do something, but we're also lazy. And there's so much stimuli and so much going on in the world, so many different issues, so much trying to take our attention away that instead of doing something that we really, really want to do, we just continue with the current
0: system. Okay. Dahlia, you got anything Dad on that?
3: I agree with Anna on that. And I also think it's all kind of just a game where we just taunt each other and people, some people want to do things, other people just want to do things to spite the other person. And it's like everything is entertainment for us. And that's why news coverage. I mean, the war in Ukraine, it used to have a lot of news coverage, but now there are like smaller stories where, oh, it's just a funny thing to read or something like that. And so we put our minds on that and not focus on the really important stuff anymore, which is what we really need to focus on. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like with, with news coverage, almost everything is negative because that's what grabs people's attention. And so. There has to be more positive in the world than negative. There has to be more positive. More
0: cat videos.
2: Exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm going for. There has to be good people out there because I know a ton of good people and I know more good people than negative and maybe that's just me, but I would love to see more positive in the news, but... Would you read it? That's a great question.
1: (laughs) So I want to say when you say good people, so there are lots of people who are who are going to smile and nod their head and appear to do the right thing. But when there's a need for change, they are, they fail to act or stand up or speak up because they don't want to draw negativity to themselves or they fear uh, what will happen if they speak up because they've been taught um, not to. It's a control mechanism. Um, But I wanted to say something that just struck me is that, you know, we often talk about how uh, we don't really ha- feel like we have very much control right now because no matter what we do to try to influence the government or corporations, they just get away with literally murder. But it occurred to me that one of the things that um, is going on when you ask how are things so far is that um, your generation and the one just above you are defying the 60-hour work week. They're, they're saying we're going to work to live, not live to work. And they're refusing, outright refusing. They're also refusing low pay. They'd rather sit home and play games. And this isn't laziness. This is saying, I, it, I can't afford to work for you. Mm-hmm. And they're making a statement in that. And they have been forced, the corporations have been forced to pay uh, a basic living wage. Also, you're a generation that has said, we will not hate. That's going to have a long-term impact over time and we can talk well, about that well, in the next I'm
0: I'm going to dispute that one. I'm going to dispute that.
1: Okay, one. dispute away, Jay. All
0: right. No, I think I think every generation picks and chooses who they want to hate. You know, and and it's just a matter of of which group is included this time. Which group is excluded this time?
1: Okay. Well, okay. if we're allowed to marry whomever we want. Yeah. Well, that's that's
0: one area, and I think that's progress. Well, this gets to my next okay. question here. All right. But wait, there's You were one saying. More. Okay. One, one, more. More, one more. One more. One more. And
1: that is that you are going to refuse to own vehicles that you personally. Everybody has their own vehicle. Well,
0: that's They're easy. You can't s- afford it.
1: <laughs> well, but that's fine. I'm telling you what they have control over now, I and so. sharing rides uh you know all all the things that you can do to have transportation right
0: so that gets to my question because we talked about what is bad what what are things that are negative that's Mm -hmm. been happening in in your short teeny little um fruit fly life lifestyle um before i get into that okay i know i'm wondering okay well let me let me take a a brief a brief break here before be before i get beat of up a response. Yeah. um just to let everybody know that you are listening to when the biomass hits the wind turbine with jay and annie warmke reminding you it is indeed the end of the world as we know it and thank god thank god okay so i was just in the process of insulting an entire generation <laughs> when, starting with two people who <laughs> two, live with us who currently. are sitting so here could you be nicer here, please and we're sometimes now. make the meals so i may not be eating <laughs> For
1: onions we will uh, repay you with onions so
0: so i'm saying that that there have been negative things which you've outlined what are some of the positive things that you think in the last several years are are coming about annie's giving her perspective on the fact that you very inclusive with lgbtq plus pluses um oh my uh the the uh i i'm a plus um and oh, uh, i don't
1: even want to hear what that
0: means okay. no cars no transportation don't don't go in and take any job that's offered do you agree with that and are there other things or do you think that's nonsense or what
3: um well i think that kind of boycotting the government way to like go that is honestly probably a good plan you know <laughs> if we stop buying stuff at a store the store is gonna go down i mean that's the basics of it but um so I let you're saying
1: less consumption that would be great
0: is that happening though is that something I that you don't seeing?
3: think so especially actually with our generation i feel like a lot of people are consuming a lot still
1: i do want to say though that the stores the big box stores are having a lot of trouble with getting customers right now Mm. so that could be a lot of things but people do shop online but also we're in a recession so Mm -hmm. so there is less consumption happening at this moment it may not last but Mm. we can
2: hope and my experience my parents um consume a lot more than my college friends so they're always having amazon packages delivered like every day or every other day and my friends from college, maybe once a week, if that.
3: But is that because they're college students or just do they live like that in general?
2: I think it's a combination of not having a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also being college students. Mm-hmm. So not having reliable delivery or having to worry about um, people taking the packages off of the porch before they can get to them
1: but you know this leads to some uh, what i see anyway i don't know the statistics of this but younger people uh repurposing reusing demanding to learn more about how to repair things but also shopping at thrift stores and charity shops where they find cool stuff Uh, versus, you know, always having to have, uh, you know, something brand new, although you find plenty of brand new things in a thrift store. So I see, I see where we are right now with that is that there, to me, it looks like there's more of that kind of thing going on, which is, which is a good thing.
0: Well, let me, let me point out something and see if you agree or disagree, because one of the things Annie mentioned from her perspective is this, this wider acceptance of of gender fluidity in in a generation oh my very God. much
1: are we going there no no no
0: okay. but i'm i'm just going to point out that i'm agreeing with annie oh. on this from my perspective because i i taught a class and the, and this was it at, at a local community college and i was concerned because in that class i was going to have i knew i was going to have a transgendered individual um and A woman who was like in a hijab and and this was a class that was primarily 19 year old Appalachian males white boys yes and I was thinking oh heavens how am I going to deal with this because this transgender person was clearly I mean big beard with a dress kind of thing and and I thought this was going to be a big problem and I will tell you in the week that we were there I seem to be the only person who noticed or cared. Mm -hmm. Nobody in that class made any issue of any of this except for me. And I was sitting there, like watching everybody waiting for something well, that's bad to good. happen. You were
1: the grown-up white guy; you should have. Been. Well, but I'm thinking, well, that's great.
0: I mean, it it, <laughs> it, it wasn't great. that they were pretending not to care. It seemed to me they truly didn't care,
1: or they were afraid of you. So no, they weren't. That that
0: I can tell you was not the case. But um, so, but do you that's think that's I accepted? Mean. Do you think that's true? Do you so, think that perspective is true?
2: As someone who's a part of the LGBT community, I don't really surround myself with people who aren't acceptive Um, but from my experience in college if there is someone who's like homophobic or transphobic they're either very quiet and don't say anything or it's a very very small population at least at OSU.
3: Um, For me, starting out at a Catholic elementary school where there were only like two other black kids and me and one other person were Hispanic, and then moving from there to public schools where there was like a lot bigger range with that stuff, It, it was just more normal, I guess. It wasn't as cutthroat there as it was in my elementary school. And I mean, people don't make a big deal about it. It's just you're a student. I'm a student. We're classmates and that's it.
0: So you feeling that not only is the gender fluidity thing kind of just disappearing into the background of society, but do you think racial distinctions within your generation, knowing that there are big problems elsewhere, do you feel that's really disappearing or is it just simply being silenced?
2: I think there's with with society today, there's so much um, systematic racism that's definitely very much pro- provident. And um, I think sometimes um, it's hard to see and acknowledge that because we're so used to how things have been. It's hard to um, to, to take off the rose-colored glasses and identify all of them. So that's definitely still an issue in our generation, even looking at everything that's happened before and currently happening with the government and institutions. That's definitely still prominent. Um, I think racism at a more individual le- level... <sighs> I think bigots are still teaching their children bigotry. I think that's still still happening. I would love love to think that racism on an individual level is declining and we are more accept- acceptive to any, anybody regardless, um, but I, I can't say that for certain.
1: I think I, I do believe that there are changes, but I think it is more at socioeconomic level, depending on your socioeconomic level, that's going to influence that because I think there are different areas where, um, where it isn't true that there is no line between race or, or gender or any of that. And people thrive on it.
0: Yeah. We should acknowledge this is not exactly a, a, uh, sampling you know we've got people uh, four people of privilege sitting in here talking about the way society yeah, is going thank to you. be that's true and and I'm I'm the most privileged. So yes, we acknowledge that, but we
1: don't accept it. So it's okay. We still love you.
0: There you go. So I, I always think I need to own my own privilege. Yeah,
1: absolutely, I so. agree. But thank you for doing it.
0: Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> I'm serious. I am serious. You I, I value that. It's about because
0: you. I'm, I'm I'm old. I'm trying to get into heaven. So uh. well,
1: your, crown, your crown's a little lopsided right now, but it was straightened up slightly with that comment. Well, so. you better
2: not get into heaven anytime soon.
0: No, that's
1: true. I, Thanks, I don't Sandra. think
0: I'd like my neighbors. <laughs> so, all right. So anyway, so um, we've been talking a little bit. I'm trying to keep some vague notion of organization to this discussion. So we're saying, okay, things, what have, what's been going wrong? What's been going right? Um, in in our next edition, part two of the end of the world, I'm going to be asking you guys, uh, you know, what can you do about it to fix things. But at the moment, I'm still wanting to look a little bit backwards. And one of the things you mentioned, I think it was Eudalia, you, that you're you're so annoyed with people saying it's always been thus, things are fine you know uh, it's always been the end of the world and and all of that and so i've got a whole page of statistics here to show you that it's always been this way <laughs> no, no. i'm not going to go through them but but i think one of the issues Well give that,
1: us an example Well an example
0: like like in in 1820 200 years ago 95% of the world's population lived on today's equivalent of a dollar 90 a day they were in extreme poverty today the statistic is less than 10% live under those same conditions. So that's been flipped. Uh, 200 years ago, 10% of the world's population could read and write. Today, that's about 85%. So when you're looking over long periods of time, things progressively appear, you know, from a straight um, statistical standpoint to be getting better. Of course, my dad was an economist and he always used to say in the long run, you're dead. So, you know, everything is short term. um, from your own perspectives. Um, so, so this gets into the argument Annie and I have all the time when I say things are getting better and she goes, but it doesn't feel that way.
1: Mm -hmm. No. And when I look around, but, but what I was going to say, um, is that one of the things that I understand from looking at history, Uh, his story, as they say.
0: My Uh, story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The white guy's story (laughs) is that the only time things got better, it wasn't because people necessarily wanted to do the right thing, but the government and corporations in this country specifically needed for things to get better, like uh, sewage. And yes, it was women like you know the the local women's group that forced the pigs out of the you know green space in town, so the poop wasn't everywhere. But that it was all it has traditionally been almost a hundred percent the reason that things changed and got better. People learned to read because corporations needed them to be able to read to produce goods for consumption. Uh, the government needed things to get better because people were dying in mass. And, uh, and causing all kinds of pandemics like we've just been through. So we're in a point right now where people don't even seem to care. We just had a pandemic. We're still having the effects of that. And the government has basically really not made any changes. Well, Dalia, you're
0: saying that you got to just ignore the, the, the government, right?
1: Well, I have
0: <laughs> <laughs> you anarchist.
3: So. I have a question for you is. Is it better for the planet or is it better for the people? Oh, touche. Because in my humble opinion, (laughs) if our planet is breaking apart as it seems, then the problems of the people don't matter because we'll be dead if we don't have a planet to live on. So we should focus on the planet and then the people.
0: Okay, well, on that happy note... Uh, we want to thank you. Uh, you have been listening to When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine" with Jay and Annie Doomed Warmke. We want to thank our two guests here, Anna Hat and Dahlia Fab Soto. And we want to thank our Emmy Award winning just back from COVID vacation <laughs> a, a producer, Adam Rich, after his, his excursion to Toledo and we want to thank you you for spending just a little bit of time with us and as your grandmother hopefully told you the secret to a happy and sustainable life is
1: play nice with others clean up your own mess and eat your veggies
0: Jay before the world ends (laughs) that's right right. till next time bye bye